Lubifer, the new driving service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Lubifer. driving service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Lubifer. The new driving service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Lubifer. driving service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Lubifer.
Just keep loading in and I'll, I'll grab you for a second. Talk into this mic when we go. Are we back? Yeah. Oh, we're we're back. Uh, welcome. That was quick. Yes, there's 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 um, a ton of action planned for today. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with our show, but uh, <clears throat> what we like to do is um, kind of do the unexpected, and we're a live podcast uh, offered every uh, last uh, Monday of the month. Um, I have with me the Peasant Revolution Band, some of the finest musicians on this block, even with the Alberta Rose right next door to us. So, uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, I have, uh, of course, our regular Stephen Sabila on the bass, the commander on the harmonica, and of course, our musical director, Rich Reese. Rich, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Dave. It's Jeff. Uh, that's right, Jeff. But, um, okay. No, that's cool. Uh, it's cool. Uh, you get one of these days. Um, sure. Uh, is there anything new going on in, in your world of things? Not really. Okay. Uh, I'm very excited about the tickets we got for the Tanya Harding Film Festival. Tanya Harding. She's a celebrity again. She's uh, back in the news, I see. You can put it that way, yeah. It's actually over at the Alberta Rose Theater. If you can believe that, so we're very yeah. You very can just put it there, that. put it there. Cool. Um, we got this Russian intern in here. Oh, there's, there's some sound stuff happening. Uh, net, net How many more trips you got? Like two, three. Go, go ahead, go ahead. We'll, we'll bring. We'll talk to Netchev in a second here. Um, I might have to use a little uh, Google Translator on that, but. Uh, Oh, and yeah, all sorts of things. Is that Paul Manafort? Well, no, Paul Manafort is not here yet, but I did want to point out that we uh, we are entirely uh, funded. Trench Digger Productions got some funding from the Russian government, and uh, they make us hang these posters up. We got a new one. Uh, my Russian's a little rusty. I believe it's Vrog Kovoren. Bud na Cheku, Cheku na Cheku. He's uh, he's apparently strangling a wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh. Uh, the Russians hated Nazis. Did you know that? I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, yeah. They they didn't like them too well. I don't understand. Well, you know, because it, it seems like there's a lot of Nazis around these days, and the Russians are always in the news. Confused if we're all heading back to World War Two again or something. I don't, I don't think, think so. I think it'll be more like something else. Yeah, yeah. How many more trips? One more trip. Okay, that's a dean in Russian. A dean. Oh. Um, so we'll, we'll grab Nechev when he gets back here. Uh, does 
He was born in a barn. Is that what you were saying? Uh, uh, Nabokov, I believe oh. they call it. Oh, oh yeah, that guy was a class act. Yes, yes. Um, salacious interviewer. Lots oh. of dirty gossip. Well, you know what? Speaking of dirty, Hunter, Hunter Doctor Thompson was saying he once hung out with uh, Nabokov and his niece. Uh, at Sun Valley. It was the most disgusting thing I'd ever heard. And Lolita came out like three years later. Really? Yeah. So Hunter S., the, yeah. the doctor, the gonzo journalist. Yeah, you know, he was older than you think, right? So he wow. was for some stuff in the 60s. That, okay. Uh, yeah, he's definitely older than the baby boomers. So he'd, he'd seen and heard a lot of things. But uh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's neither here nor there. Come here, come here. Say hi to our audience. This, so this Russian laborer, he's really good with English. You can just speak on that mic there real quick. And I just had a, a couple questions for you. Spiceba. Uh, uh, Spiceba. Um, do, do this poster, it, it, it brings up a lot of things in my mind. Uh, mostly, uh, how do you Russians handle gub control? Balls. Da, da, That's I don't. I'm not False. quite familiar with that. Okay. False. Okay. And uh, are you? Uh, are you? Where's your next stop for things? In your pants. In your. I have. Is that in? Um, near Ernsk. It's. 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 In your pants. In your pants. It's near Moscow. 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 Yeah. Moscovites. Uh, yeah. Uh, in, in your pants. pants. I never heard that. In your pants. Must it's be a small town. Putin. Putin like. Putin-like. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, I don't. Let me stop you. I don't want to get you in trouble with, with the big Putin. Right. So uh, you you go on. Big, get big, on big Putin. That, that's my girlfriend. Oh, I'm. I didn't mean to no. get that all. Okay. Okay. Well, you go ahead. No. Get on with your date. It's thank da. you. Nabokov. Oh, I I love our new funding sources. It's just great. Um, and speaking of funding sources, it looks like. It's already time to pay some bills, really. They are so honest about this stuff. Okay, we're going to take a little advertising break. We'll be right back with the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. Join the legion of satisfied advertisers who have already established a connection with the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. They could tell you how it's improved their business. But let us save them the trouble. Advertising with us will increase your business. 15, 25, even as much as 35%. Join these other fine advertisers and see your business improve. Oh, we're back. We're live. Um, hell, welcome back to the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. We have a surprise guest coming in the second half, if we can uh, make it till then. But I wanted to talk to you all about some things that, uh, well, 
you know, along with our new funding, we're out there uh, being encouraged to look for new opportunities because um, I guess a lot of the countries around the world are are more oligarchic than than any other form of government these days, and uh, and following in the path of our oligarchic uh, inspirations, um, I you know we're all looking for a deal. Where's some uh, cheap content? Some so I right I had all of these deals going on with my Russian connections with the Weinstein Group to get all of this right uh, access. And now I know what happened there. They filed for bankruptcy. Did you hear about that? I, I heard about that. It's yeah. over. It's over. And, um, I, you know, it's got me thinking about a lot of things, topics that are in the news these days. Uh, because that, that those Weinstein brothers had a, um, well, they had a lot going for them. You know, they, they uh, were very influential in helping uh, uh, really progressive causes in America. Um, and, and they helped launch a lot of careers. And, mm -hmm. and yet there's all of this violence that goes on. And, and it's just, it's ludicrous. Because the men that bring you Quentin Tarantino and Uma Thurman, I, it's just, it's cacophony to me to believe that they're somehow responsible for the things going on right now. Well, I don't think that's totally accurate. Come on, come on. You're saying that John Travolta's career being revived is not part of what's going on right now? I don't think so, because that had to do with him being a Scientologist, didn't it? Well, I thought it was his dancing with Uma in the legendary classic Pulp Fiction. Well, in his man boobs? Uh, well, see, you know, Rich, I didn't want to bring this up, but sure. it is on topic. You're... You're talking about man boobs, and um, I personally am a little offended by that. Oh, you're offended? Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of an expert on the topic, but that, that's a whole other... I, I just think, you know, certain things shouldn't be discussed. Uh, right. You know, too much, too much information. That's Some things are better left unsaid. And, uh, and, yeah, people do. They pick on people. They, they abuse their power. So you think people are picking on Weinstein? Because... I do, I do. Okay. They're picking on him because he has man boobs. Okay, there. I said it again. I don't oh, like. Oh, I was talking about man Travolta. Boobs. You know, in Pulp Fiction. You know, he was. Don't you get it, man? He was getting Travolta represents Harvey. It's oh, like a whole thing. Okay, so Weinstein's just kind of this bumbling fool who can't even be trusted with a suitcase. Well, that was my impression. Yeah. Oh. I thought that was okay. the whole plot of it. Was you know. He's not a. Harvey Fiction. Not a business like mastermind who's talking he about a yelled at a lot of people. I saw a documentary. He, he even yelled more than his brother. Very, very yelly. Oh. Old yeller, they called him. Is that right? Oh, so we have to shoot him at the end? Is that? Um, or am I thinking I, of something else? Well, if it was a Tarantino movie, yeah, you probably would. You'd probably oh. take him. I'm, I'm actually... I want to see Tarantino do the Harvey Weinstein story. That would be something, right? Okay, yeah. I can, I can, I can play the wife. That. That'd be fun. I don't yeah. think she wants to be anywhere near it, but she can take a paycheck out of that for sure. sure. Yeah, well, everyone can. But, they, you know, we're talking about abuse. There's so much abuse going on in the world. And right. uh, I, I don't want to get too personal, Rich, but you and I share... Um, Oh, the type of abuse I want to talk about is is so it, it happens in family. You're gonna bring it up on camera. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, okay. It's the abuse of a musical stuff. nature is what I'm concerned of. Yeah. You know, you and I hail from generations of musical abuse. And, uh, you know, I think it's all right to talk about that. So you're just outing me as a victim. Well, I, I feel that people can grow and learn from our experience. I, I had to learn guitar from my dad, who learned Ooh. guitar and fiddle, most of all fiddle, from his grandmother. Right. And right. my grandpa played French horn. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. Grandpa was, and my cousin Joel followed for, I, I would love to get him on the show and see sure. if he still knows a few French horn licks. Okay. Uh, but you know, it was scarring. You you gotta Certainly. learn Beatles songs, and you don't you don't get taught how to read read music. You just have to oh, pick yeah. it up by ear. You're in that weird age where like the Beatles weren't cool for a while, right? I've heard about that. Like there was a period I think maybe like in the late seventies or the eighties where the Beatles were considered to be not cool by some people. Well, yeah. uh, Stones fans don't think they're very cool. Right. And, uh, Beatles fans don't think the Stones fans are very cool. And then the Kings fans don't think either of them are cool. Right. Portland's made up of all of them. It's, Is it? It's very yeah. confusing. I thought it was just made up of... It's all rich people now. You know what they like? They like Eric Clapton. Right. But not right. the cream stuff. None of the cool stuff. No, they like the bluesy stuff that he was doing. Well, there was this phase where he was... Um, I believe he was a victim of musical abuse. You know, he started very young. And... Uh, he became an alcoholic, and and he's openly discussed this. Uh, but apparently, that's that period that he was abusing alcohol the most to get over his musical abuse. The the rich people were really drawn to that sound. So oh. right, I guess that's you know Forever Man, that era, very popular. Oh sure. Rich. Well, they really like what was that bluesy thing he was doing in the nineties? It was just reprehensible. Oh. Uh, the, uh, like, like taking old blues guys yeah, thinking, like, and then like, let's like, slow it down yeah. twice as slow even. That kind he of was thing. even slowing his own stuff down. I, you know, that's, that's why I call him slow hand. I wanted to just refudiate the whole thing, but, uh, you know. Yes. Well, and, and the interesting point that I'm getting at is that this this brings me to um, the, the the violence out there is is the I mean very concerned about the gub control, you know it's it's mm-hmm. a big thing right now. The the, the what? Gub is that how you say it? Gub 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 yeah. Oh. Uh, is that gub? It looks like gub on my notes here. Is that like when the kids do this with their arms? No, that's that's dabbing. I. Well, I, I, I'm not, I thought I knew what gub was. Is that what it is? Is it dabbing? No, I'm... That, that's dubstep, I believe. Uh, gub, the gub control debate. Well, well, then, I know this part. It says God and gubs is our next uh, thing we're supposed to get to. And uh, I know a lot about oh. God and I know a lot about gubs because and, apparently and they go together. Okay. Um, Let's, uh... For instance, there's a... Uh, 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 the, the Bible uh, has been the 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 manufacturers of gubs create these devices uh, out of inspiration from actual Bible verses. Did you know that? Now that I definitely did not know. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
the uh, some Old Testament stuff then, right? Well, you know, it goes back and forth. Uh, you got, like, for instance, the AR-15 was inspired by Corinthians 14 through 15. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what it says there, but uh, the AR-15 comes from that. Uh, Is that part of the love thy neighbor? I, you know, I get confused. Uh, but I do know that might be more New Testament-y. Like, uh, for instance, the German Schmeisser, the German Schmeisser gun. Right. Uh, also known as the Burp gun, from what I recall. Uh they they were inspired by Paul, verse 3.5. 3.5. I didn't know they got into decimal points in the Bible. Right. Maybe it's like a new Wikipedia Bible or something. I think it's chapters and verses. Chapters. Oh, is that the deal? Okay. Yeah. So chapter 3, verse 5, the origins of the German Schmeisser. Yeah. Right there. Right for, there. for a multi-level marketing scheme, it's very well organized. Well, those Deutschsprache, they know every angle. Uh, I'm going to uh, pay some more bills here. It looks like uh, we have another word from Sid, so let's see what Sid has to say. You'd think people would be coming up to me all the time, saying they saw me on the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour, drinking Saffer Brothers Downtown Blend Taste the City Coffee. But... They still may not have a real sense that the brand is taken off. And that is all thanks to the advertisements that we're doing on the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. You know, the thing that's crazy about it is, you know, seeing the brand take off with these advertisements, you know, sometimes I wake up in a cold sweat some mornings because I've been thinking all night you know what if I go to the store and they're out of Safford Brothers downtown blend taste the city coffee you know and I hope it doesn't come to that but advertising pays off
crisp finish. That was a crisp fetish. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, our guest is good. He's not here. Let me tell you something. Working with a Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour marketing team, you know, it's never been easier. So why isn't your business advertising on the show? You know what they tell me? They tell me that you're likely to see either a 15, 25, or 35% increase in your sales just from advertising on the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour show. So look, I'm not kidding. Your business is going to improve. And don't you want that to happen? Don't you want an increase in your business? And it's easy. It's not going to cost a lot of money. Uh, you know, it takes a little bit of money to make money. So, you know, I mean, look at Jeff Dodge's suits. I mean, that, that there's a costume budget there. But, but, my God, advertise with these people. It's easy. That Sid, that Sid gets me every time. Uh, yeah, we we uh, we have a lot of Russian influence going on now. Uh, the the Ruskies, the Reds, why they aren't so red anymore? Like I said, oligarchy's the new cool these days across the world. But um, I thought it was oligarchy. Oligarchy. Well, that's that's sort of older. Now there's all this tech. Oh, okay. And. Uh, there's, um, well, you know the millennials. They always like to subdivide all these things. That right, they call them starchies, right? Your oligarchies, your oligarchies, and your modgarchy. Oh. Know, the people with the haircuts. Sure. Lopez, oh, okay. So, um, but I did want to take this moment to uh, uh, reach out to uh, uh, one of our new, uh, they sent us this, this CD here. I don't know if you can quite make that out, but it's, it's, um, Soviet and Russian marches. So uh, they apparently want us to um, start doing some music. Oh. I don't know if that's to, instead of our music. There's kind of a creepy thing with this sponsorship going on. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll iron it out, I'm sure. Um, but my next point is that uh, there's these things going on out there. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this term, Rich. It's called the, the deep state. Oh, sure. That's a style of pornography, isn't it? I think so. Uh, and, and, it, and there's all this creepy stuff to it that, that is just not, you know, in our day-to-day, uh, as, as the mighty George Harrison said, beware of darkness. And I think if you concentrate on creepy stuff too much, it's, it just gets intolerable and sufferable. It's, there's no point. So you think your guest got snapped up by a black helicopter? Is that... Well, I'm, I'm hoping that's what happened, because the alternative is uh, very, very scary. But I'm sure he's going to be with us any minute. It's a surprise guest. I, he, oh. I haven't even told the band who this potential guest could be. But I do want to get back to the more positive sides of the deep state, because some of the things that have come out is that uh, apparently a lot of uh, politicians and uh, uh, people that work with covert operations of our mighty massive government um 
they're actually fun-loving guys, and they're actually into a lot of innocent stuff. That's, right. That's really, um, for instance, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but James Comey is a huge Howdy Doody fan. Okay, that sounds like a good, good deal. I've never heard about that. I, I hadn't heard about that. He's a little taller than your average Howdy Doody fan, I think. Uh, maybe it's like he wanted to be the marionette operator. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Because then he wouldn't have to squat to do it. It would just right. be stand there and pull the strings. But what I didn't know, that's, that's something some people are talking about. But I've, mm-hmm. I'm on some Russian connections. We found some other things out. Uh, James Clapper, are you familiar with him? No. James Clapper is also, uh, he's, yeah. he worked for our government. Uh, I think he was uh, uh, a bookkeeper or something. But he, uh, he is a big fan of Clarabelle the, the Clown from Howdy Doody. Oh. So I, they, they have this in common. And uh, Clarabelle, she's very beautiful. And, and then uh, there's, uh, for instance, uh, something else I was looking at. Uh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Are you familiar with Mitch McConnell? Sure, sure. I saw him at the zoo. He kind of looks a little like a turtle. And uh, I know that's nice, but I don't no, like He's not make... as noble as those big old turtles that you see down in the South Pacific, I don't think, at least. Well, he sure he's certainly not as wise. The way it contracts reminds me of that. And I don't, look, I don't like to... Uh, <clears throat> I don't like to make fun of people for, for their beliefs or or what they think or their opinions. I mean, that's, you know, that's all your own. But how people appear, what they look like, I think that's, you know, right? Isn't sure. that fair? I love making fun of how people look. And uh, that's sort of my value system there. But on that note, there's also, uh, well, Mitch McConnell, the turtle looks, he, he had a, he, apparently the turtle was inspired by uh, uh, the Mr. Green jeans from Captain Kangaroo. No, I did not know that at all. Okay. Captain Kangaroo. And uh, there's uh, there's another note I had here on uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House. He oh, yeah. has a little claim to fame that I didn't even. I, this was stunning to me. Well, he apparently was. He what tour? Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House. Oh. Right, right. They well, they, yes, but before he met Art Garfunkel, the, he was apparently he's kind of around my age, and uh, he had a, a side gig here doing uh, the. Uh, is a twelve-year-old. He he did voiceover work for Thunder the Bar- Barbarian. What's that? No, I didn't hear a word. Oh, Princess Ariel. He was his before his voice had changed, and and he was Princess Ariel. Isn't that crazy? And you never would have got me on that. So, uh, Thunder of the Barbarian, Paul Ryan, all these. So, so Deep State doesn't have to be so scary. There's a lot of fun in it and a lot of fun, loving, innocence that I think gets taken out of context a lot by serious people trying to do all this serious thing, uh, musical abuse and gubs. Um, right. So, uh, anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break and see what the heck's up with our uh, last guest here. We'll be right back with the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. I'm your host, Jeff Dodge. What is this? You've given me nothing. This is just a bunch of notes. Okay, look. Basically, now I'm working for 
Jeff Dodge, I guess, you know. But what we're trying to do is say, hey, advertise, do it, you know. The Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour is the way to go. You know, first there was this guy named Burl Turlington or Turl Burlington. Nobody could remember his name. And then there was uh, Sticky Davis and he got into a little trouble. But I got to tell you, this guy, Kevin Bright, they brought him on. He's smart, just like his name. And he makes great commercials. He's got great ideas. You're going to win by advertising with the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour TV show. Sales are going to go through the roof. You might even have to replace that roof. You know what I'm saying? But do it. And, uh, and you know, Mitch was supposed to be the special guest. But I, I just got Mitch, word Mitch that he's having... Well, no, Mitch McConnell... No, Mitch Humbucker, the other man. Oh. And also oh, okay. The, the other disingenuous piece of shit. Okay. Oh, we're back. We're back. Um, um, hi. Welcome back, everybody, to the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. We're so glad you could stay with us and join us and, and give us one hour of your time every last Monday of the month at 9 p.m. here on Trench Digger Productions. Uh, tonight, we're doing a special Facebook stream. And... Uh, the audiences from last month might have seen our YouTube, uh, but I, I feel that Facebook is sort of needs its own uh, audience appreciation, and and so I want this might be redundant from some of our uh, three fans from the YouTube subscriber list, but uh, this is uh, this is a, a special that the Russians are helping produce with me. It's about um, well, I think actions are better than words. Let's just take a look at it. David Crosby of the Birds. You're watching the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. Clouds so swift, rain won't lift, gate won't close, railings froze. Get your mind off winter time. You ain't going no. Well, I, I don't know. Your your eyes look very beautiful to me, Judy. You know, Judy, you have beautiful eyes. the new driving service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Lubifer.
Mobifer, the new driving service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Mobifer. service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Lubifer. driving service created for Portland, Oregon. Do you need some extra cash to pay the bills? Earn some with Lubifer. You'd think people would be coming up to me all the time saying they saw me on the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour drinking Saffer Brothers downtown blend taste the city coffee but they still may not have a real sense that the brand is taken off and that is all thanks to the advertisements that we're doing on the peasant roof revolution band variety hour you know the thing that's crazy about it is you know seeing the brand take off with these advertisements you know, sometimes I wake up in a cold sweat some mornings because I've been thinking all night, you know, what if I go to the store and they're out of Safford Brothers downtown blend taste the city coffee? True. You know, and I hope it doesn't come to that. But advertising pays off. We're live. We're back. Thanks, thanks for joining us, everybody. We're we're glad you could stick with us this this long hour of uh, of podcasting. Um, you know, uh, uh, we've covered a lot of subjects, uh, a lot more than I intended to, because um, uh, we're seem to be short personnel. But we did get a wonderful uh, some uh, extra freight shipped in from Russia. I'm really excited to get in there and see what's not broken, what made the trip. 
Um, but speaking of freight and traveling, Rich, uh, mm-hmm. you you're very familiar with the mass transit system of uh, of our oh, fair city, aren't you? Certainly. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got um, trains and buses. Got a big tram system. If I've never ridden the tram. You've, You've never, never done rode the tram? We have Portland, Oregon. I don't know if you're watching outside of Portland. We might have some Gresham viewers or oh, sure. Vancouver. But in Portland, there's a tram. And uh, we invested billions of dollars for this tram. And it, and it still works. Yeah. It was like $50 million. $50 million. Yeah. I wasn't real good at math. No, that's okay. Uh, it's, it's a fun little tram. And if you like swinging around over the freeway, <laughs> no, no windstorm. Is that the view of w- the freeway well, mostly? Well, no, that's just that's straight down. No, the view overall is generally pretty good. You're looking straight east from uh, kind of the o- OHSU area. So uh, Mount Hood would be in that panel. Oh, you can see Mount Hood. You can look down. You can you can see the you can see all the way out of the airport. You can see Mount St. Helens. And, wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, that would have been something nice. to be up there when it blew. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what you could see, it was the psych ward, which was uh, looking eastward back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know a few things about what they were doing up there. The psych ward. Yeah, I have yeah. friends in the psych ward. Well, you know what my shrink says. Friends, you know. If, you're, if you think you're going to kill yourself yes. and the cops are going to take you to OHSU, right. you should just go ahead and do it. You should just kill yourself rather than going up there. But that's, you know, that's, that's kind of a classic view. Yeah, they've, they've gotten, gotten a little better lately. Well, and that that reminds me of the Russians want me to point that out every time we talk about this is that uh, the Vrag Kovarin Vud Na is is another thing to think okay. of. So. No, that's that's good insight there. You know, one of the great things about public transportation is. Yes. Um, the smells. The smells. Yeah. Um, sometimes people say they don't like have anywhere to go. And this is you know, reminding me of big cities. Are you saying that Portland is finally turning into a big city with these smells? Not necessarily, but there's you know, this very cool thing that some folks will do, like if their shoes get really wet. Right. They'll they'll hop on the max and they'll sit right near one of those underseat heaters take their shoes off to dry their shoes off and you know more power to them but sure you pretty much have to go sit at the other end of the car when that happens well is this like this isn't like the metro employees people that work at the metro building there because i know they do all sorts of things well they do do some wacky things those are the people who you know they treat it like it's their it's like a locker room for bicyclists you know like they're right up on their bike throw their bike up on the rack and then, you know, get out of their, like, you know, multi-thousand-dollar, you know, fleece outfits right. and change into their work clothing. Right. Um, and they, like, have a Nike or an Intel tattoo or something? Oh, sure. Well, you know, it's even the Metro people are bad. I mean, they're all, they're all waspy suburban people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Anybody from Metro is watching, you fuckers would never give me a job anyway, so I don't care. Yes. And, and Plaquemines County employee... Cackling in the background over there, yes. But That's however, about. any uh, Russian Moscow metropolitan um, people that might be watching, we, we love right. their transit system. And, uh, There's just supposed especially to be the train to Vladivostok, I hear, is beautiful. So. Well, you know, I, I'm from the 80s, so I've never been over there. 
Oh, oh, you uh, really should. Yeah. There's some interesting slums there. That's, That's what, what I keep hearing. I went to Romania once. And, really? Uh, yeah. What was Romania like? Well, this was just like 96. So the, well, during the Clinton era. Yeah, Ceausescu had only been gone for about six years, so he might as well have still been around. Ceausescu? Was that a ball player? Well, he was the guy, he was killing all the people. Oh, I didn't hear Taking about all the that. money and doing all these things. Yeah, it was, it was pretty I'm, ugly. I'm surprised I didn't, Tarantino didn't make a movie about him or something. Well, you know, Romania, that place smelled too. You know, okay. Yeah. So maybe so it's there's a very beautiful country, but uh, well, there, there's this thing they're talking about these days of of causality and correlation. Right. Have you heard that expression before? Well, I don't know if that's the whole expression. Well, I in this case, so so Romania would be the cause, and, and Portland would be the correlation. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what the they say sometimes is that correlation doesn't necessarily demonstrate causality. Is that? I, you know, the internet is just it, it's there and then it's gone. I forget what. Oh, what tell I me about it. Tell, you know, I hit my head mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. I ended up uh, working for the, these peasants. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that that reminds me. Uh, I uh, oh, I just got a text. <clears throat> I like to talk about uh, the um, conditions of this city that we're in. Number one, that we right. have this mayor, Mayor Ted Wheeler, and uh, he's uh, he's got some things going on that I, I just don't know. I just don't know. I yeah. think what he's what? Oh, it's it's my lovely my lovely uh, wife and and uh, realtor friend. Uh, Jamila, Jamila is here. Hi, honey. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. And do you have some real estate for the show? Real estate? No. Oh. What? goes out to uh